Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Sheffield Live. Yeah, good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. Yeah, my name's James Hargreaves. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't know where that came from. It, it was um, an interesting introduction. I think I was really into the regather advert. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hope you're well out there. It's because uh, you, you've, you've already heard a preview of what's coming up later in the show. Yeah. You've, got, you've gone all urban and grind. Yeah. yeah. Um, apologies in advance. <laughs> <laughs> no, we've got, a, we've got a bit of a mix of music today. We've got a bit of Eden coming up. Um, yep. And we've got some monarching. And uh, the hip-hop band is called... Uh, it's Coco. Oh, Coco, yeah, you did tell me, but yeah. I forgot. And uh, we've got some vultures as well, some uh, new kind of psychedelic, uh, rocky-type stuff. Awesome. So all that to come in the show. How's your week been, James? I've had a great week. It's been a busy one. Um, I've been, I've been work- like working with uh, helping out some people that are proper Sheff- as Sheffield as Sheffield gets. Really? Yeah, in that they've created... A new bracelet made out of stainless steel. I've seen you uh, post this on social media. Yeah, and it's awesome. It looks fantastic. It's called the cable bracelet. It does look really cool. And uh, yes, yeah, stainless steel bracelet obviously goes around your wrist, and uh, you can buy different beads and customize it. And it looks fantastic. Pre- proper precision engineered. Uh, they've got a patent pending clasp and everything. And everything that they do. This is why I love them so much. Everything they're doing. Uh, has been kind of designed, uh, sourced, like um, innovated in Sheffield uh, and keeping yeah. everything in a Sheffield economy. Well, I mean, you mentioned the uh, possibility of Sheffield adopting the Sheffield pound or having its own yeah. currency. Yeah. Are you all right there? You, you seem to have dropped down below the desk. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's this chair. It either goes down on its own, or you have to have it as high as you can. But because if I just like touch it, yeah, you're, you're sinking. Anyway, um, you mentioned the uh, Sheffield pound idea a few weeks ago. Yeah, and then I heard it on some of the other local radio stations. So we're a bit ahead of them we're, in that respect. We're but, way ahead of the times. Um, it's the same principle, isn't it? So you you, yeah. you you make it in Sheffield. You source it from Sheffield um, yeah. produced. Uh, Outlets. Yeah. So you supply it. It, you supply it, your local suppliers, and, you, and then you supply it to Sheffield people. Yeah. Um, so what's um, what's the story then? Is it available to buy now? Have they got a website. They've uh, they've got a website coming up. They've put it on Kickstarter. So uh, you know, have you ever heard of Kickstarter, the, the yeah. crowdfunding website? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you can go and uh, assist as Sheffielders with the last part of funding, uh, where they get all the machinery and everything together, and it goes into production. They're available in August, but basically you. You essentially pre-order, pledge that you're going to pre-order it and pay your money and uh, support the business. Well, if you're on Twitter, um, they're on Twitter. So if you if you search for Bailey of Sheffield, um, you can you can have a, a, a sneak at the um, at the at the cable bracelet. Yeah, um, and it, it does look really cool. They, they are ace. It's like I, I, I obviously seen them this week in the flesh, and they are just gorgeous. 
in the steel. Well, in the steel. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in the flesh, they're in the steel. Um, But yeah, they're gorgeous. gorgeous. And there's six six different colours that they're launching with. Uh, And six different beads. So, um, what have you been, what's your involvement been then? Because you you didn't tell me any of this. Uh, I saw saw you've been on Twitter and whatnot. Just just helping them out with kind of getting things off the ground and, and making people aware of it so that people know where to go and buy it and stuff. Uh, so yeah, get on Kickstarter and support it. Yeah, and keep your eye on that. I say it does look really cool. Absolutely everything. They had um, they had so many temptations to go to like London and stuff, where all the jewellery like industry is in this in this country, uh, and they've decided to keep everything in Sheffield. So even down to the box and the paper that's in the box and stuff like that, everything is sourced uh, and designed in Sheffield. Yeah, so um, support it if you can, and if you if you like if you like bracelets or jewellery just have a look see what you think yeah awesome yeah that's good oh well you've had a busier week than I have then what have Um, you been doing this week um, well nothing really in the week Um, I went to watch the Sheffield Wednesday match yesterday I braved made a wall yesterday as well oh yeah I'd won um, they were running incentive at work at real work and uh, I won 200 quid in shopping vouchers, so I thought, nice. they came through Saturday morning, so I thought, right, I'll go to Meadowall. <laughs> you um, burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> well, I thought, you know, I, I, I were up early Saturday morning, the match weren't on until half twelve, I thought, I may as well go while it's early. Yeah. Um, so I'm not going to go in the week. I got, got, got a new watch, that's not bad, is it, for the benefit of the oh, radio? Nice, Look at that. Yes. Right, is it Ben Sherman, is it? It is, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Um, what else did I get? I got some sunglasses, because uh, I, I went to... I'd got a pair of steel frame sunglasses and I went to sort of mould them and then they snapped. Nearly took my eye out. So wow. I had to get a new pair of sunglasses. <laughs> Just a couple of t-shirts. I saw a really nice jacket that I wanted but they didn't have it in my size. All so right. couldn't buy that. So yeah, Brave Medal and then went to watch Wednesday. So did you spend all your 200 quid yet? No, I spent about 100. So all I've right. got half from left. But they're valid until like 2018. Yeah. So got the, plenty the of The big kid in me would get the 200 pounds worth of vouchers and run straight to the Lego store. <laughs> I don't know if you can spend them in the Lego shop. In fact, no, I think you can. I think you can. I'd like to think so. Yeah, no, I, no, not into Lego. <laughs> not bothered. Um, yeah, so um, I, I'd had a bet on, on Wednesday to win as well, and they ended up drawing. But um, right. good point, good point away at Derby. I'll tell yeah, you that, I definitely think. a good point. Got to beat, got to beat Cardiff now. Well, yeah. we don't actually have to beat them. We just need to draw, don't we? Yeah, but go out to win. Yeah, of course you do. Last home game of the season as well. Are you going to go? Uh, I'm not sure at the minute, but it looks like there's going to be a good crowd there. Um, so everybody's got to go get behind the team, and uh, with all this, like the, what the, the season that we've had, everybody's got to try and get behind the team. I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but uh, well, our friend Dave's already booked his hotel for Wembley. Has he? Yeah, the well, nice one. Well, he hasn't obviously. He's going with like three others, and they've booked it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed. And I know a lot of people are doing Airbnb. Have been booking Airbnbs for it. It's obviously, it's a bit cheaper and uh, booking what with Airbnb. Air, Airbnb, yeah. What's it's that? Like, if you if you have like uh, an apartment or a spare room or a house or something that you uh, you're not using, you can uh, oh. put, put it up for oh. let as kind of a hotel room for for a night and right. sell it on the Airbnb website. That's if you want a load of drunken football fans coming back to your house. Oh well, yeah. But <laughs> no thanks. But it's like, it's like it's the same as Uber. You get a different kind of class of people because your your normal loutish people don't use that kind of thing. Yes, yeah, at the minute, I suppose. Yeah, I'm gonna say they will now. After we <laughs> yeah. told them all about it. Yeah. Um, Trying to say our our listeners are louts. Um, 
I would never say that. <laughs> anyway, um, back onto music. It's been uh, it's been another week of uh, of legendary losses. Um, oh, yeah. First of all, uh, Victoria Wood, and then yeah. Prince. It's, it's, What's happening? It's only April. It's just 2016. There actually is science behind it now because the um, the guy that does the obituaries for the BBC did an article uh, about it, saying that yes, this year more celebrities have died at this stage of the year. I think it's twice than, as many, isn't it? Yeah, than, than twice as many any other year, recent year. So yeah, um, old. Well, uh, how many? How many? Do you know off the top of your head how many celebrities have died this year? Uh, only because I read it the other day. It's something like thirty something, uh, like of notable, the the big notable ones. Well, I've I've got twelve written down here. Right. Um, and I I I, I just started making a list because I thought I, I, I was beginning to lose track of how many people we'd lost. Yeah. So not in particular order, but we've got David Bowie, David Guest, Alan Rickman, Ronnie Corbett, Paul Daniels, Victoria Wood, Percy Sledge. Yeah. Prince, Lemmy, Tony Warren, who created Coronation Street, uh, Frank Kelly, Father Jack, uh, uh, Father Ted, yeah. and Terry Wogan. What a list. I know. What a list. What a, that, what a terrible that's list. That's the whole lineup of a Children in Need night. It's, yeah. It's 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 a really, it's the worst year, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It's by it's far a, the worst year ever. And Pr- Prince is a big one as well. Really big name that kind of like international, like across generations. It's just, it's... Can 2016 just stop having people die? You know, we said that last week. And yeah. Then you obviously didn't listen. Maybe you jinxed it. Maybe it's your maybe, fault. Yeah, maybe another two is going to go next week. Now, uh, if you're Bruce Forsyth, you'd be uh, a bit worried. By I'm going to say Bruce there. Forsyth. Who's as old as Bruce Forsyth? The Queen. She's 90. Yeah, she just had a birthday the other day. Didn't yeah, she's got so. another one though. Yeah, she's got another one. It's to a bit creepy, that, isn't it? How many birthdays does one person need? Yeah, so they have their actual birthday. Which is when they were born, and then they have their official one, don't they? Yeah. What would happen if your official birthday was on the same day as your proper birthday? Twice as many have, presents. You'd only have one, wouldn't you? Yeah. That'd be a bit rubbish. Yeah, I suppose. Maybe they'd just change it. I don't know how it works. And then Jesus was greedy as well. He had Easter where he got all his chocolate, <laughs> and then, then he's got Christmas where he gets all his Lego. I've, 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 just, I've just got Lego on on my mind, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Lego. Okay. Um, yeah, Prince Prince was is a particularly sad one, I think. And well, if you uh, if if you were listening to Paul Sellers, who was on uh, for two hours before us with Eclectica, um, he did a did a tribute to Prince towards the end. Yeah, um, which was which was very good. In nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, awesome songs. Did I, I you see um, MTV's tribute to Prince this week? I didn't. Tell me more. As, as soon as they heard that he had passed away, they stopped all the programming, all the normal programming, and just threw up Prince videos non-stop for yeah. 24 hours. Well, I listened to uh, Absolute Radio. Yeah, and uh, it was Absolute Prince. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Same when David Bowie died. Um, yeah. You know. but, but what MTV did is, they obviously you know like how it works nowadays with TV. They, they have a computer and they feed into the computer what they want. Putting on what the playlist is going to be, they, they typed in Prince and uh, it crashed. <laughs> no, it got all the Prince videos and put put them all into the rotation to play on on MTV, 
but what they didn't do was exclude the Fresh Prince. Oh no! So, so Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble by Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince was also in the rotation <laughs> and in Prince's tribute on MTV. Well, it was a bit more. Uh, it was a bit more uh, uh, considered, I think, when when Absolute Radio did it because they ended up playing songs that he'd written as well. Yeah. So he'd yeah. written quite a lot of songs. He'd written Nothing Compares to You, for instance, yeah, by Sinead O'Connor. Sinead song, yeah. So. Um, Manic Monday by Bangles. And yeah, yes. loads that people don't realise. It's a massive, massive list. But as well, like, um, I, I like Kevin Smith and his films, and Kevin Smith did a documentary for Prince, and apparently there's a massive vault at Prince's home uh, where there's just hundreds and thousands of uh, unreleased stuff. It is apparently just... He was a perfectionist, so he'd write all this stuff, produce it, get it all down, and then uh, it, it would never release it. It'd just put it in a vault. Really? Yeah, and Kevin Smith's documentary's in there as well. So it's, there's a, a whole Simpsons episode where he refused to have it aired that he was in. Oh, right. It's, all, all stuff like that is it's crazy. Wowzer. So, yeah, over, over the years, we might actually get more new Prince stuff, even though he's passed away. Well, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah. Anyway, time for the first song of the show, and it's Eden. Which uh, which one is this, James? It says, Tomorrow Never Comes. And uh, you can check her out on uh, on Facebook. Uh, this is Eden. We've had her on before with Paul Fletcher. Yeah. You listen to The Squeak on 93.2 FM, quarter past two.
Did, did, did something just explode in our ear then? Yes. What? <laughs> I'm not not sure if you heard that at home, but yeah, um, we we just had a lot of popping and banging here. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe we're still going out on air. Who knows? Yeah, we are. It's just my <laughs> microphone. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. So that was Eden with Tomorrow Never Never Comes. We'll, uh, we'll cut that out. Yeah, yeah. So that was Eden with uh, Tomorrow Never Comes. Yeah, just playing the uh, lead mill on the fourth of June, supporting Seven Hills, not Calls. Not yeah, not uh, same band, but uh, sorry, same name, different band. Yeah, um, but yeah, excellent voice. And we uh, we had her on a few weeks ago. She she's working with Paul Fletcher, but she's also doing uh, gigs on her own. Um, and the reason she's not doing anything before June is uh, why, James? Because she's got a GCSEs coming up. Yeah, indeed. So good luck to her. Yeah, so that, GCSE. that fourth June show actually looks really good. Seven Hills, Red Fern, Dead Slow Hoot, and uh, Eden. So uh, that's uh, one to put on the calendar. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I say she's on Facebook as well, so uh, check her out. She just goes by the name of Eden. Um, so um, we, we've we've mentioned Prince. Um, what do you remember Victoria Wood from? Victoria Wood, when I was growing up, was on the telly all the time, and it was like the as seen on TV, and you know, like all the Acorn antiquesy stuff. That I remember mostly, yeah. Um, but I, I watched a documentary about her the other day. I didn't realise that she was like trying to break through for years and years before that. I thought I thought she was on new uh, new faces or whatever it was, and then just exploded. And apparently she didn't. Oh right, is that not uh, right? Because I knew she was on uh, new faces. Weren't Tom uh, Tom O'Connor on that as well? Oh, that was Opportunity Knox, was it? Yeah, it was Opportunity Knox. Yeah. Uh, she, new so the, faces were like Les Dennis and people. Like oh, that. was it? So the. Um, these talent shows that we've got now, they've just sort of been recycled, haven't they? Yeah. They were, they were, they yeah. were around a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I remember from uh, sort of Dinner Ladies and that, but my mum was a massive fan, mm. massive fan of Victoria Wood. Well, everybody remembers like the, the music as well, don't they? Like, she used to do I don't know, a Royal Variety performance and come and do a, a funny song on piano, which I she was She was great. She was almost like the female Les Dawson at doing that sort of thing <laughs> yeah. on the piano. She was just excellent. Excellent, yeah. very good. I was, I was watching that documentary the other night, and she said um, she she obviously tried to make it big all these all these many times. And um, she's famous for working with Julie Walters, and she says the first time she worked with Julie Walters was at this theatre review kind of thing that she did. And up until that point, she realised after writing for this theatre review that she was she'd been writing funny stuff. But up until that point, everything that she'd written was nearly funny. So she kind of credits Julie Walters for helping her find a comedy voice. Really? Yeah. Wow. And and obviously remained loyal, and they they went and did many many shows together. Well, I didn't even realise she was ill. Um, no. She she died of cancer. Um, but mm. she uh, she was awarded an OB in 1997, and then a CB in 2008. So yeah. Um, I mean, 62 is no age either, is it? No. And when you think you know, you think Ronnie Corbett was sort of in his 80s. Yeah. Um, 60s. Well, a lot of them that have been dying this year have been in the 60s, haven't they? What what happened 60 years ago? Something really special. Maybe there was something in the water back then. Maybe. Obviously it created all these creative geniuses, uh, but made sure that they would die at 60 for some reason. Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) That's a bit of a morbid thought. (laughs) That's...
So yeah, um, is is this actually working? <laughs> Yours is. Mine, mine, mine keeps dropping out. Oh, it's your microphone, is it? Yeah. Right. And there's not a lot I can do. I've just. I think somebody's trying to give you a hint, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally gone. Um, we've also we got a spare mic. Let's see if uh, see if the spare mic works. And uh, you might want to turn that down a little bit first. Yeah, well, that one's working, so I'll just have to go with that one. <laughs> um, don't know what's happening. Anyway, um, yeah. we've not mentioned Adele yet in the show, have we? Not yet, but I'm sure you're about to. <laughs> well, this one's just for Dave. This is the Adele segment. No, I saw something. Um, they, they've run a poll on, on sort of who's making the most money. Yeah. Um, and she, Adele's been named as the UK's richest female musician ever. Wow. I mean, you were saying on the way in, she's on about taking a hiatus again, isn't she? Apparently, yeah. She's She wants to uh, see her kids growing up, doesn't she? So, yeah, it's fair enough. And I, I don't I don't kind of begrudge that, because she's, she's done a, another couple of years' work now, and then, uh, you know, she does a, releases an album, does a tour, gets all the money from it, and she can afford to go and see her kids grow up, and then come back and with a big bang down the line and do it all again. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair enough. Um, yeah, they've they've uh, they've done a list of the top fifty uh, music millionaires in the UK, um, and Adele uh, they reckon she's got around eighty five million pounds. That puts her in thirtieth place. Um, the only other female with a bigger fortune on the list is uh, is Enya. She covers obviously she's not UK. She's sort of Republic of Ireland or whatever you want to call yeah. it. She's on ninety one million. Um, who would you say is the number? She's done well off on Orinoco Flow, hasn't she? I know, she? yeah. I couldn't believe that. <laughs> she must have done some other stuff that we've not she, heard. She's done loads, but uh, that's about the only thing I could name that she's done. Well, she got a bit of publicity because... Um, have you ever seen Entrapment with Sean Connery and uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones? Yeah, but I can't remember it off the top of it's my head. It's a rubbish film. Yeah. Basically, she tries to... He's a, he's a theft person. Robber. A theft person. That's that's a great job title. <laughs> Don't know what happened there in my brain. Uh, no, he, he's uh, he's made his fortune from stealing sort of impossibly difficult things to steal, and yeah. she tries to entrap him and ends up getting in with him, and they steal this mask or something. But um, so it's like the Pink Panther movies, is it? I don't know. I've never seen them. <laughs> um, and uh, and she's got a long story. Sort she she's she tries to give him this disc and it turns out to be Enya's greatest hits or something All right. so she got a bit of publicity in there um, sidetrack anyway um, so who would you say is in the top 10 talking uh, UK UK people UK people or females um, or? musicians can be a group can be a person musicians uh, I was going to say you too, but they're obviously Irish as well so um, well you 2 are in there they're number 3 they've got they? they've got a combined fortune of 500 million pounds Wow. So, yeah, they're in there. Um, we, we, we were talking about, well, I'll finish what I was going to say. Carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, let's think. Uh, UK people, you, uh, Elton John and all those people. Yeah, yeah. El- Sir Elton John's in at number four. Uh, Seen him in the news a lot recently for so, some reason. £280 million. Pounds. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sir Elton John. Um, who else would you say? Uh, let's see. You got to have kind of. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking back to musicians in the 
like the Rolling Stones. The Mick Jagger, yeah. number five, two hundred and thirty-five million. Yeah. Uh, think musicals. Oh, Lloyd Webber. Lloyd Webber's in at number two with seven hundred and fifteen million. He looks like a puppet that's been pulled inside out, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. <laughs> just just um, as an aside, yeah. Who's in at number one? You'll kick yourself. Uh, well, you'd imagine someone like Simon Cowell or something stupid like that. No, he's not a musician. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, fair enough. Um, go on, let, let's reveal it to the world so that we can... You'll kick yourself. Yeah. It's Paul McCartney. Oh, of course. Yeah. 760 million. Um, he's, he's going for the rights for the old Beatles back catalogue. Yeah. Because he elapsed after a certain amount of years, don't they? Yeah. She's trying to get them. So, um, I'll, 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 from number 10, then, we've got Sting, 185 million. Oh, yeah. Michael Flatley, in at number 9, 198 million. Ringo uh, Starr. R- Michael Flatley's also done a lot for very little, hasn't he? Well, got a lot for very little. I couldn't tell you what he's done. He's way before my time, I think. It was like river dancing and stuff, wasn't it? Michael Flatley. Oh, right, Top okay. Of my head. Uh, number 8, Ringo Starr, 200 million. Um, in equal six, we've got Keith Richards, 220 million. Oliver and Darny Harrison, wife and son of the late George Harrison, 220 million as well. Uh, then number five, Mick Jagger, 235. Sir Elton Johnny, number four, 280. You two, 500 million. Lord Webber, uh, 715 million. And then support McCartney and Nancy Shevel with 760 million. Wow. A lot of money. How much? I was saying that. I bet he would have had a lot more if he hadn't have, uh, got divorced to what's her face? Yeah. Over one leg. What's her name? Heather Mills. Yeah, Heather yeah. Mills McCartney. Yeah. There's, there's a book coming out about her being some kind of money grabber and... Really? What a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is the most sarcastic voice I've ever heard in my Good. life. <laughs> Everybody tried to warn to Paul McCartney and he just weren't having any of it. Well, How love, it love rules all, doesn't it? Apparently. Yeah. Um, but Adele's only 27, so... Yeah. You know, she's she's got, what, how much? 85 million quid and she's only 27, so she's not doing bad, is she? She's not doing bad at all. It's, you just think of this, but, like, obviously, what you say, Paul McCartney's got, what, 500 million, was it, or something? 760. He, he could just give everyone in the UK a million quid, and it wouldn't, wouldn't touch it. Uh, everybody in the UK? Yeah. Like, 7 billion people. Seven million in the UK. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm thinking, well, actually, sorry. No. I'm, I'm talking the world. You're talking Se- that's seven billion in 70, the world. Seventy million um, people in, what, in the UK. Yeah. Just give ev- everyone in the UK a million quid. We we can all be rich. And he'd still be richer than. Yeah. He'd still. Because he'd, 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 he'd still have, have 60, the bulk of his money. Have, well, how much would he have? Well, uh, what he'd is have, it? well, he'd have sixty million left. So he'd be all right, wouldn't he? Be okay. He'd have more than that, wouldn't he? Seventy million. Give everyone a million. Oh yeah, yeah. He'd have, he'd, he'd have, he'd still have seven hundred million. I, I remember when basic arithmetic was something I didn't have a problem with. I'd, I'm terrible. Long gone are the days. Yeah, he'd have, he'd I, have I, like, I need a computer in front of me. Well, too. He'd, he'd still have like seven hundred million pounds. Yeah. Well, six hundred ninety. Yeah. Even if you just give us all hundred grand. I once said no. That Lego shop would be getting the right hammering. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I could pay the mortgage. I'm not bothered about Lego. Um. Yeah, God, that is a staggering thought, isn't it? Yeah. How depressed. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Anyway, uh, should we have another song? Yeah, brand new Sheffield band. Uh, this is their first release. They're playing in Washington on the 10th of June. This is Vultures with Medusa. Oh, are they doing a Carl Maloney gig, are they? Uh, I'm not sure if it's a Maloney one, but I just went on their page earlier and saw that they're doing Washington 10th of June. Marvellous. Yeah. Well, tweet us in uh, at the squeak. Let us know what you think about anything that we're talking about on the show.
a brand new band for Sheffield there, Vultures, uh, and as I say, playing a first gig at the Washington on the 10th of June. Um, and that's their first song. I think you can download that for free from their uh, Facebook page. So just search Vultures on Facebook. Yeah, please do. So um, we've had a text in about McCartney's fortune. Yeah. Uh, Nick said, uh, McCartney could afford to give everyone a tenner, not sure he's got enough for a million each. Well, he has. He has, hasn't he? According to, according to those stats. According yeah. to the BBC. Yeah. Uh, whoever, I don't know where they sourced it from. So, uh, James, if Sir Paul McCartney did give you a million pounds, yeah. what would you spend it on, apart from Lego? Well, first thing, clear any debts I've got. Second thing, buy a, a nice big house. Uh, third thing, buy Lego. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, do you like the beach? I love the beach. Well, um, you know you can buy these sort of beach huts. Yeah. How much do you think one of them would set you back? A beach hut. A beach hut, yeah. Uh, they're, they're quite priced, aren't they? I'd, I'd say like double-digit thousands, like ten, twenty, between ten and twenty thousand. Well, you pr- prepare to be staggered. <laughs> right, I can't wait. Because uh, a dilapidated beach hut on a North Wales beach has sold at auction. For a hundred and fifty-three thousand pounds. What? I I kid you not. Is it made of gold? Uh, no, it it looks did, did like Paul McCartney buy it. It looks like a bag of spanners. It's it's just a shed from Wix. It's a shed from Wix <laughs> or other outlets available. And, and it's it's kind of raised on some concrete plinth. With how do you get into it? There's no stairs. By the way, we're looking at a picture here, people. That I think you well can't see. In the next picture there, you can see a bit of scaffolding. But for this particular uh, snow uh, snow hut, I don't know where that snow. came from. I don't know. don't know where that came from. <laughs> Beach no joke. Hut, there's no... <laughs> ah, <laughs> there's no access to the door. So um, it's at um, Abersoch on the... Uh, I can't even say it. Somewhere in Wales, anyway. Um, but it's like... It's 13 foot by 9 foot. It's got no electric, no water... And you can't. You're not allowed to sleep in them either. It's just literally yeah. for when you're on the beach. That must be quite a prized, coveted location for whatever reason. Well, I mean, just to put it in perspective, things you, that you can buy in the area, you could buy a two-bedroomed house, hmm. or you could buy um, three top-of-the-range four-berth motorhomes for 153 grand. You'd probably get change as well. Yeah. Um, or a ton of Lego. Stop with the Lego. <laughs> you could probably, to be fair, you could probably build a better beach hut than that out of Lego. You probably could, yeah, for that, that same price. It looks terrible. Um, in fact, I'm going to retweet it. I've got Lego on my head because I, I watched a documentary on the telly yesterday about Lego, and, and one of my biggest disappointments with it is that the HQ uh, for Lego is not made of Lego. Well. <laughs> Well, what, what, I would like I, you would you would like to imagine like just in my imagination that the Lego kind of uh, HQ their their business HQ you'd like to imagine it's made out of Lego bricks, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, with, with a Millennium Falcon inside the doorway. <laughs> oh, I, I watched the new Star Wars, by the way. Oh yeah, yeah. What do you think to it? Oh, I couldn't believe it when they killed Han Solo. <laughs> you just spoiled it for anybody that's not. 
<laughs> just, just come out with it. That's great. Um, um, but yeah, it's it is a great film. But don't you just think it is basically the first Star Wars film, A New Hope, just um, redone? It's well, it's going to be similar, isn't it? Because it's it's the same universe, the same world. It's exactly the same story. It's not. It is start to finish. It's the same story. Um, it's a great film, but it's just a new hope. Well, it, it was similar to when um, Darth Vader was killed by Luke Skywalker because it's a similar sort of family thing. Yeah. Well, but Luke Skywalker didn't know Darth Vader was his dad until he until he was dying. Yeah. He knew. But he, but no, gone. Uh, the Han Solo is uh, is not Luke Skywalker kind of character. He, he's he's the Obi Wan kind of character, and Obi Wan was killed by. Darth Vader in A New Hope. Oh, right. Okay, then, yeah, then very similar. Yeah, very similar. And obviously, Ray's the new new Skywalker. I thought it was good, though. I thought it, I thought it was just as good as the uh, as the others. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's a great film. And the feel of it and everything was, was really well done. Yeah. Um, was was the woman Keira Knightley's sister? Because she looked and sounded just like no, her. No, she's not. Oh, right. She, she is really good. She's going to be in everything sooner. Oh yeah, no doubt, no doubt. I thought what, Han Solo's son. I thought I saw him today in an Evian Water advert. Kylo Ren. Yeah. Right. Maybe not. Then I don't know. I don't know. Well, they were well, all they, fairly they market, unknown, weren't they? Market the hell out of it, don't they? So yeah. So, uh, apparently, the the film uh, already got back the money that was spent making the film about six months before the film was even released through Just all the merchandising yeah. and marketing yeah. deals. Well, I mean, you, you, you could walk in your local Sainsbury's and they'd got a full end. Yeah. You know, down the promotional aisle full of Star Wars stuff. It was just staggering. It's, it's every year now as well. Cause yeah. We've got Rogue One coming out. At Christmas, at Christmas, and, and then there's then another the next, one coming out at the end of next year. Yeah. And then we've got a solo, a Han Solo film coming out. and then Oh, the young Han Solo. Yeah. Yeah, well, they were, they were talking about who was going to... Going to cast, uh, be cast as uh, mm. as the young Han Solo. I think Chris Pratt would make a good uh, a good young Han Solo because he looks a bit like yeah. Han Solo did back in the day yeah. when Harrison Ford was was about Chris Pratt's age. He's he's a great actor as well. Mm. Um, I, I reckon that they'll just get a virtual unknown like like they did with Finn and Ray. Oh, it worked. Yeah, they were very believable, weren't they? Yeah, and it's, it's as I say, a great film. Did did you? Um, doesn't matter. <laughs> I was thinking of something and then it just went out of my head just as I started talking about it. That's very unfortunate when you're on the radio. It is, yeah. But yeah, this is Monarching instead. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we played this one a few weeks ago um, and we like this one. What's it called again? I'm shocked. This is Mistaken for Strangers. Mistaken for Strangers. Is this the, uh, the new single then? Yeah. You can get it again from their Facebook page. Marvellous. It's Monarching. Uh, tweet us in at the squeak.
That's uh, Mono King there. Yeah, mistake of straight. They're playing uh, Hagler's Corner on the 7th of May, which is a preview of... Um, there's a festival in uh, Port Talbot in Wales uh, and called the Kaya Festival, and loads and loads of Sheffield bands going down there to play that, so there's a preview of that in Sheffield uh, coming up at the Hagler's Corner. Mm. So you got the likes of I Set the Sea on Fire... Steel City Rhythm, Velcro, Teddy Bears, Hands Off Gretel, Monarching, Ryan Young, there's, there's loads, Broken Saints, literally four authors as well. Oh, oh really? Oh, no, I'm there. Yeah. Well, I like uh, I Set the Sea on Fire, we know how much, because I played uh, um, Taste Like Funk twice you did. in one hour, in one <laughs> show. Started and finished with it. Yeah, well, yeah. it's worth playing. Um, yeah, I like that, I like, I like that one. So, yeah, uh, so I think they're doing it over two days at the Hagler's Corner. Uh, £6 on the first day and £8 on the second day. I think it's a Friday and Saturday. Or Saturday and Sunday, I can't remember. I think it's Friday, Saturday. Um, as, as long as you know. Yeah. <laughs> but you can get a full weekend pass for £10, which gets you into... No, you might as well just start, Yeah. Speaking of uh, tickets for Sheffield stuff, tramlines are selling out, isn't it? Yeah. The, the, um, the warehouse stuff, the nighttime tickets have already sold out, and it looks like the... Daytime tickets are going to sell out very, very soon. Is that is that right? Well, um, I mean, I'm I'm uh, I'm all about the crystal stage. Looking at the lineup, yeah. Um, Neil looks like he's he's put on another good uh, another good lineup this year. It is phenomenal, and, even and it's free. It's free entry. This this is crazy. It's free entry, and the lineup is phenomenal. Um, yeah. And I think there's bands that haven't been announced yet. All oh, right. But well, that's where I come into play then, because I'll just ruin it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm scared to we'll say not, anything. We'll not, we'll not tell you that just yet. <laughs> Good. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, even the bands that haven't been announced, the bands that have been announced yet are amazing. Yeah. And the, there's going to be, like, it's going to be a massive crowd and scene in there. But the bands that haven't been announced yet just top it off. They're, they're just like, if, if you're into music, then it is the place to be, I reckon, over Tromlines Weekend. Well, um, Slow Readers Club. Yeah. Oh, definitely announced for uh, <laughs> Crystal Stage, and uh, I've been following them on uh, on social media. Um, they've been to Dublin, yeah, they and they've Dublin been playing gigs night. in Dublin, and they've had, it looks like they've had some awesome, awesome turnouts and some yeah. great gigs. People, uh, people have really took to them over there. Um, so you know, I think they're. Can you see them making it big very soon? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I, I can't wait. I was having this conversation with. Uh, Ray the other day, my Graf. In the, the way that bands make it big nowadays, there's the very few like your Adele's and whatever that get the big record labels. But nowadays, bands can just do it all themselves. So even, yeah. even if they don't get signed to a big record label and get that marketing budget behind, Slow Readers Club are gonna gonna be big anyway. Around, well, they've had uh, they've had level. Yeah, they've had BBC interest, haven't they? They've been on. Have they been on Six Music? I think. Yeah, they've been in, interviewed and, and play, done a session on Six Music a couple of times. And they've uh, they've they've done things like um, they were they they did a impromptu him and him and Curtis it set him Aaron and Curtis <laughs> yeah. uh, as if everyone knows what I'm talking about sorry Aaron and Curtis did like an impromptu uh, a library gig um, mm. and you know it's not it's not really somewhere you play is it yeah but people really took to that and they're just doing little things like that which that, that's the other cool thing about them they're, they're not being as conventional as a lot they're obviously yeah. doing all your normal gigs but they're yeah. doing. Uh, like little pop-up gigs in in different places. They played a church recently and yeah. stuff like that. It's, it's amazing just what the, what they're doing and the scene that they built up around themselves. 
Um, and that's what gets people talking, isn't it? Yeah. I think. But uh, yeah, re- really pleased for them. Uh, fantastic, fantastic gig again when we went to see them at Leadmill. So looking forward to them uh, when they come back to Sheffield. Yeah. Um, check them out if you haven't if you haven't heard them. We've we've played them a few times on the show, but check them out. Anyway, uh, moving on to something a bit different. Um, the other the other one that's caught my eye in the news. Now we were we were talking about it a while ago. You know when Volkswagen were were penalised. Oh yeah. Uh, for yeah. sort of falsifying the their emissions um, yeah. tests on the cars. We thought, right, yeah, it's been been about 30 years since they've been caught doing it. They'll learn and they'll stop now. <laughs> well, Mitsubishi have been caught as well doing it. Yeah, They've admitted to falsifying fuel economy tests. It's the tip of the iceberg. I reckon that virtually every Everybody's car manufacturer is going to get caught out with us. Yeah. Well, you thought, if that's the case, they'd have made an example of one company like Volkswagen and the others would have gone, whoa, right, yeah. let's, let's have a look at this now. But no, they've admitted to doing it on, and, and they've had to uh, admit falsifying it on more than 600,000 vehicles that were sold in Japan. So that's just Japan. Wow. So imagine, imagine what it's like everywhere else. Yeah. It's just going to be a, <laughs> a, a massive can of worms. Um, I mean, what, what do you make of it? It's just crazy. Yeah, I, I just to think, think Do you think that they'll get away with it for a start? But on the scale, it's just mad. Well, I think they're just massive companies. It's going to be very hard to bring down one of these companies with something like this. But, yeah, I reckon most of them are doing it. And the thing is, it's... You, you say, like, Volkswagen got cut out, so you think the other manufacturers will stop, but not necessarily, because we've got the historical information of what the emissions what the emissions should have been, and the cars still exist now, so with, without the car manufacturers going into every single car and changing the, the software in that car, then they can get caught out for historical stuff as well. Well, I think there's... I think as long as they are uh, within the legal... Um, legal limit... Yeah. That's one thing, but... If they're falsifying it to an extent that they sell more cars, that's a different thing, yeah. isn't it? Because that's yeah. just that's just um, well, it's, it's obviously wrong, but it's not it's not illegal. It's just immoral. Yeah, so that's where that's where the balance but, comes. But then in. that's false advertising, and, and yeah, that's 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 what the, they end up getting fined for. The the only thing that would bring down one of these companies is if there's a massive class action lawsuit in America that, that all the American sales that they got, um, where everybody. Uh, joins together and sues them for the false advertising. Well, if there's going to be a lawsuit, it's going to be in America, isn't it? They love one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, say no more. Well, America uh, in America, I think the emissions are, are slightly more strict than anyway, aren't they? I'm not sure to be honest. I think I think they've really clamped down on how much how much um, CO2 that that the the cars kick yeah. out. I imagine the, so. The I'd imagine that Japan would have as well because the likes of Tokyo and stuff is like smog city, isn't it? That or it used to be they'd been trying to mm. trying to cut down on emissions there for years. Well, I mean, it's, we've probably not seen seen much of it over here because um, it's the sixth largest car maker in Japan, um, but it's it only sold about one percent of the, of all the cars in the UK. So that's yeah. probably why we've not heard too much about it over here. Yeah, I've, I'd not heard about it. I'd heard about Chrysler this week uh, having to recall something like 1.6 million cars Yeah, uh, around the world. Yeah. What What was that for? Uh, I genuinely can't remember off the top of my head. Just <laughs> just add that as an interesting fact. Another one of those same time next week. No, I saw <laughs> I, I saw that as well. But the the only reason that that came to my mind is that I got a BBC Breaking news, news yeah. on, on my phone about it. Well, another one I saw just this morning. Um, British Home Stores um, could be yeah. uh, filing for administration as early as Monday. 
Such an irrelevance tomorrow. shot nowadays, aren't it? Tomorrow, to me and you, Monday. Um, it's been struggling for years. It's not really changed its business model that much. It's almost... Well, I mean, as department stores go, it's it's probably the bottom of the list, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Um, like you say, it's never really... When I was a kid, it was a big, big thing. Like, I, I remember like loads of... Uh, like British home stores adverts were everywhere. People like you got your school uniform and stuff from British home stores when I was a kid. Well, I think I think with the uh, the grocery retailers like Asda Morrison's, Tesco, yeah. uh, Sainsbury's, their their clothing range has come on so much over the last sort of ten years. Yeah, um, and it's become more affordable to get everything under one roof. Yeah, uh, and that's where I think they've struggled because they haven't really, like I said, they haven't really moved with the time, have they? Exactly. Um, so um, it'd be a shame. Eleven thousand jobs apparently on the line with that. Yeah, and um, apparently Sports Direct are, are looking to buy some of the some of the hundred and sixty four stores that are nationwide. Yeah, because what we need now is more Sports Direct. <sighs> well, how many? You know, <laughs> how many? How many do you need? Um, yes. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's like McDonald's, isn't it? When when McDonald's first started becoming a franchise, it very nearly failed initially, and one uh, they got an advisor in who said who said to McDonald's, "You're not in the fast food business, you're in the uh, the real estate business," and so basically McDonald's bought up as much land as they could, mm. and, and the rest is history. Yeah, buy buy the land, stick a fast food restaurant on it, and. It's the land that makes you the money. Well, that's 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 what I mean. You can go to a retail park now, um, and there's always the same few that that, that yeah. are on that patch. It's like the the one that they're on about doing up at, um, you know, where on the site of Norton College. Yeah, that's going to be a retail estate. Yeah. apparently. So it's just going to be probably like Aldi or whatever mm. that buy the land, build an Aldi, and then charge the land rent for the for that's the rest it. of it or whatever. You look at Tesco, they struggled a few years ago, and the way that they survived was by selling land because they were the biggest landowner in the country. Yeah. Or um, they put stuff inside the store and then charge a rent. Yeah. Because that's guaranteed yeah. income. If you're not getting the same customers through the door, then at least you're getting some income. That's it. Anyway, let's have another song before we uh, hand over to Mr. DJ Ski. Well, this one won't be everyone's cup of tea, but this. DJ Ski might like it. Yeah, DJ Ski probably will like this. But there's there's a massive kind of Sheffield hip hoppy, grimy um, kind of scene that's bubbling underground, and uh, you got like the likes of Toddler T, who, who helps, uh, f- he founded and helps create tram lines, um, are getting into production side of. You got Sticky Blood, you got Clubs and Spades, Matic Mouth, and all those. Uh, but this is a new single from Coco, and it describes me big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. He's right. Big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. Big, 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 big and serious. Young and hungry, ready and dangerous. Running with a style that is more contagious. 2015, yeah, I made some changes. I support us are telling me that I'm gonna be famous. Family is way too flipping that rage. Cause I ripped the book and started ripping that pages. Went from hoping and dreaming for ages. Just the crowd controlling the wicked man stages. Still don't watch no faces, you know what? Big, 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 big and serious Big, big, big and serious Big and serious People know that I'm big and serious Big and serious Big, big, big and serious 
people know that I'm big and serious. Big, 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 big and serious. Listen, more grease. Might check one, two, lap, four, freeze. I don't care about your life, no, he's and on top of that, man, the dead MCs. Do something silly, you will see my G's and a lot of black cars like Addison Lee's. Ever since Coco learned how to speak, been a walk in the park with a very nice breeze. What? Switch it up a gear, get a look of darker. Trigger my but at a bury that one harder. Everyone's hard, but I get everything with the father, so give it a rest and go and get a glass of water. Top boy, but you never MC like one. Fire in the booth ever since I got inside one. By all means, you can send man beats, but I'm only spitting on it if it's right done. What is? Big, 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 big and serious. Big, big and serious, big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious, big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. The people know that I'm big and serious. Big, 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 big and serious. Now, rude boy, don't lie in your bio. Caught something now, man, the crew's like tire. Could've been sober, I could've been higher. I might've been getting pushed up in next or wire. Came down south and I told man, gear. But on paper, it kinda looks like Gaio. Man wanna run up the mouth online and get left in the state like Ohio. You're saying a lot and you're doing the most. I don't wanna have to start slewing the ghost. I'm looking forward to my POS checking the post. I'll get a couple bottles and then I'll raise the toast. Hard for me not to really boast when I've been rallying around on this crazy course. I'm active, I'm not lazy, bro. That's why I'm getting mine, of course. You know I'm big, 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 big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. Big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. Big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. The people know that I'm big and serious. Big, 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 big and serious. Big, 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 big and serious. Big, big, big and serious. Big and serious. People know that I'm big and serious. Big and serious. Toddler T production. So yeah, big and big and serious. It perfectly describes me. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I was, as I say, there's a, that big scene kind of bubbling under uh, where you got all these kind of artists, and uh, we we're just saying with DJ Skeezy now. We we're just saying that like a lot of the kids nowadays, it's it's the big scene that they're getting into. Down with the kids, indeed. I like the little flick of the wrist as you I can't, said. I can't, can't do it. Did you, did you hear the noise that I didn't make? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm surprised you didn't break your wrist. <laughs> yeah. We're not all as so, cool as DJ Ski. Yeah, DJ Ski will give you, show you how to do it. There you go. Oh, God. I've never been cool. I've never been cool. Um, so, oh, yeah, almost time for us to uh, end the show. Uh, stay tuned for DJ Ski at three uh, with Platinum Plates. What are you up to through the week, James? Uh, I'm going and helping out this Bailey of Sheffield lot even more with uh, their cable bracelet. And hopefully, cool. Hopefully the Sheffield people will get behind that because it's a yeah. big Sheffield thing. Well, you can keep us uh, keep us in the loop, Yeah, so to speak. Yeah. Well, there's, what, 20-odd days left on the Kickstarter, so... Get on it. Still plenty of time to get in there and pre-order and, and help support a new Sheffield business. Yeah, and I should uh, I should wish my uh, nan on a happy birthday today. Oh, is it Nanan's birthday? It is, yeah. Wow. I think they're in Mablethorpe for the weekend, so happy birthday, Nan. She's listening all the way from Mablethorpe. She no, she's not she's not be listening. She's she listening on her, on her phone. No, she's not be listening. Don't think I don't think she knows I do a radio show, actually. Doesn't she? Well, she might do. Huh? Well, she goes on Facebook, so yeah, she probably does. Uh, it's only like the rest of the world, Luke. Nobody knows we do this. Hey, we're massive in, uh, <laughs> massive in Moldova or wherever. <laughs> yeah. big, big in Bosnia, is that it? <laughs> yeah, are, we still getting, are we still getting listens from uh, from Europe? Yeah, we're still getting a fair amount of listens from various different bizarre places around the world. Well, let us know where, where, and then we'll say, like, hello in the native speak. You can learn those languages if you want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only hello, I'm not, I'm not going to learn it all. Yeah, just give me a couple of countries, and you can do it on Google Translate anyway. Yeah, you can get Google Translate to say it with the little button. Even easier. Yeah. Anyway, have a good week, guys. Stay tuned for DJ Ski. We'll see you next week. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.